0: Their fictional origins began before Dragons of Autumn Twilight. Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga episode. My name is Adam, and today we're going to talk about the Disks of Mishikal. I would like to take a moment to thank the members of this channel and invite you to consider becoming a member by visiting the link in the description below. You can even pick up Dragonlance Gaming materials using my affiliate links. I am referencing the Chronicles and King Priest trilogies, as well as Leaves from the Inn of the Last Home, War of the Lance, and Holy Orders of the Stars source books for this information. If I leave anything out or misspeak, please leave a comment below. The Discs of Mishikal were taken right out of Tracy Hickman's religion, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or Mormons. This was stated directly by him in the annotated chronicles and legends. Having grown up in a Mormon household, I was very familiar with the origin story of that particular religion, and while I do not find it any more ridiculous than any other origin myth from a myriad of Abrahamic faiths and other religions of the world, I do find it interesting that it would then be poured into yet another fictional mythology. Dragonlance. Like any origin story, there will inevitably be variations on details or beliefs, but the Disks of Mishakal, or Peripas Mishakas in the Istarian Church's tongue, has two very different origin stories. One from the novel Sacred Fire by Chris Pearson of the King-Priest Trilogy, published in 2003, and one from the War of the Lance sourcebook by Sovereign Press, printed in 2004. So which is correct? This is a common situation in Dragonlance. Conflicting information about the same events. It seems the authors refuse to acknowledge each other, which only makes us fans confused, argue, and choose whichever resonates more with us individually. It seems the more I try to find some semblance of canon in Dragonlance, the more I'm prevented by the very authors that even conflict with their own versions of history and events. So, if we accept that there is not a unified sense of history, we have to take each account into consideration. So let's start with the more ancient of origin myths of the disks, the one that's officially a single year older, ancient by social media and news cycle norms anyway. From Sacred Fire, the discs were ancient in the time of Huma Dragonbane, in the Age of Dreams, in the time of Nights. And that was a thousand years before the king-priest of Istar went looking for them, and over 350 years before the War of the Lance. It's said that the goddess Mishikal herself penned the discs and gifted them to humans to inspire them to break out of their bonds of slavery by the ogres. They learned reading and writing from the discs, and even this tale is shrouded in suspicion for accuracy. The discs were believed to have been lost in the Second Dragon War, captured in the Battle of God's Tears. They remained lost after the war ended until a villain and knave, named Dario, discovered a hidden tomb at the back of an abandoned goblin cave. The tomb was filled with charred remains of goblin bones. Among these bones were hundreds of beaten circular discs made of pure platinum, larger than a grown man's hands. Each held finely engraved cuneiform letters in a foreign tongue, and yet as Dario stared at these discs, he began to read them. He remained in the tomb for a month, subsisting off of his passion to complete the discs alone, and when he was finished, he was gaunt, wild-eyed, and his hair had turned stark white. He returned to the city-state of Istar and arrived at his own funeral. His family believed him dead after such an absence." He immediately began preaching the gospel from the Disks to the people at the funeral and changed Ishtar's history and tradition of ancestor worship to the worship of the gods of Kryn. Dario immediately abandoned his former ways and declared himself the first son of Paladine, founding the Holy Church of Ishtar. The Disks became the church's first relic, and over the next hundred years the Empire of Ishtar rose. After the discs were nearly lost in a barbarian assault, the current first son, Amiad began to have the discs translated and copied, but before it was complete, Amyad's successor stopped the practice with just over 600 of the discs' thousand chapters copied. Of the seven copies, he destroyed all but one, and that one was hidden away through much of the empire and copied at every stop so that it was reproduced in every major tongue. As the copies were all incomplete, Two groups emerged, the Completionists, who wanted to complete the original translations, and the Reductionists, who thought it sacrilegious. First son Simeon purified the original tomb that they were discovered in and returned the discs there, sealing them in. Simeon would become the first king-priest, and the discs became lost to the ages until Beldinus, the Lightbringer, decided to unearth them in an attempt to locate a passage to command the gods with. The discs were spirited away by his former general and protector, Kathan Marseverin, the twice born, to Zach Sarath with a tome of Fistandanus' spells. The second origin story states that the discs were created in the Age of Might and contained the mythology of the Pantheon of Light, only speaking of the Gods of Light. These were commissioned by Carthay Pa, who is crowned as the ruler of Istar. It was the scholar Ariel Caledon, ne Tempus, and an unknown Sylvanisty triumvirate of priests who actually created the Disks. The Sylvanisty took the Disks, fearing for their safety. The Disks were stolen en route to Qualinisty and lost until 255 Pre-Cataclius. The Disks were momentarily discovered by Zakhar Dwarves and subsequently lost again. Over a hundred years later, a Kweshu named Clearbrook returned from his spirit quest with the Disks and delivered them to a temple in Zak-Saroth. Now, regardless of the method of being created and delivered to Zaxaroth, this is where the discs were discovered by the Infellows, who delivered them to Elistan, who then formed the Holy Church of Paladine. The discs remained in Palanthas until after the War of Souls, with the absence and reappearance of the gods yet again, and they currently remain in a rebuilt Citadel of Light on Chalsea Island. The discs of Michikal consist of 160 separate circular plates at 18 inches in diameter. They're crafted of solid platinum at only 1 16th of an inch thick. All discs together only weigh 15 pounds and are held together by a bolt which passes through them near an edge. Small engravings spiral inwards from their edge on both sides. Any evil creature which touches them is burned, as only those of pure heart can hold and read them. It became common for priests to travel and study from the original discs before being granted their holy medallions. And that is all I have to say about the discs of Mishikal. Does it matter to you that the author brought their religious beliefs into a fantasy novel? Which versions of history do you prefer for the discs? And finally, are discs the best device to transport the word of the gods? Leave a comment below. I'd like to take a moment and remind you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell to get notified about upcoming videos, and click the like button. This all goes to help other Dragonlance fans learn about this channel and its content. Thank you for watching. This has been Adam with Dragonlance and Until next time, remember, without darkness, we would never be aware that the stars exist.